0: Are listening to Journey with Jesus, a podcast of hope where you can find hope and joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus. If you've been listening to our shows, you know that we are talking about how we can see God everywhere. You know, He sees you and He wants you to experience His blessings. So let's open our eyes to see Him in all of our daily experiences Tanya, I know that we have been talking about how we can see God in our everyday. Have you noticed that lately, that God is just present everywhere you look?
1: He has been, whether it's been the wintry mix we've experienced over the last few weeks or the beautiful sunshine
0: like we have today. Just such a blessing. It really is. And today, as I was driving over here to meet you, I was looking out on the lake and the sunlight just shining on the lake, glistening like sparkling diamonds. It was just so pretty and just such a reminder that there's always the light of Christ around us and in us if we just open our eyes to see.
1: It's so true, Jill, and a lot of times I am so focused on my own problem or my own situation or thinking about someone else's situation that we lose sight of just staying focused
0: on God because when we do that, things fall into place. You're so right. We They really do. And I think if we start learning to embrace the grace that we have in Jesus Christ and believe in Him, experience Him, then we are going to feel that peace that we all really want to feel, especially now. There's so much going on in our world. And if we spend too much time watching the news, well, Honestly, we can get pretty depressed. And so God doesn't want that. Yes, we need to be aware about what's going on around us, but He wants us to focus on the light. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures, Jesus said this in John 7, 38-39. He says, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water.
1: And you got to see the light this morning. I
0: know, over the water. yes that living water is available for all who believe that is what God says and I know that it's available for me for you if you're listening out there if you believe in Jesus Christ that living water that spirit that Christ gives us as we believe is available for all of us
1: it's amazing it truly is and it can change your whole life when you get your
0: perspective in the right place and when you have that living water you will never be thirsty again it just it fills you in such a way that you you don't worry about the circumstances and the problems of what's going on you try to see the good and that's what god wants he wants us to open our eyes to see the good that he has for each of us so as we think about the good that jesus brings us it does give us that peace but there's still division there's still Hate. There's still some things in this world that that are not good. So Tanya, I think today, why don't we talk about how um, we can deal with some of these things that we see the darkness and how Jesus was the example in his time in his ministry, what he did and how he had compassion for people that he saw that were struggling and suffering. He really did, and He is truly the
1: example to follow in how we should live our life and how we treat ourselves, but more importantly, others.
0: Right, and how we can step into their shoes. You know, if someone is suffering, how can we help that person? How can we relate to that person? How can we be a friend to that person and just really meet them at their need? Jesus did that all the time, and so we're going to talk about some of these encounters that jesus had during his ministry and how he truly made a difference how he gave mercy and compassion to those around him but before we get started we want to invite you to sit back relax grab your favorite cup of coffee grab hold of your bibles but most importantly grab hold of jesus so he can bring the bible to life for you let us pray
1: dear heavenly father we come before you this morning so full of anticipation and desire to find the right place that we can follow your lead and your example that you have given us through your life and your existence, through your word and your scriptures. You have taught us how we are to be in this life. And so this morning, let us have this lesson of compassion. Teach us better ways that we can show more compassion to those around us. Even those people we don't necessarily know, Lord, you want us still to have compassion on them. So, Lord, thank you for your example. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for all that you've given us. Lord, let us find you in a new way this morning. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Compassion. Really having that that view and that active participation in someone else's life. When you see them hurting, you see them suffering, struggling... Being able to want to reach out and do something actively. Jesus did that so well. Let's start with the first example, and that would be the woman at the well. And that is found in John 4, if you you want to follow along. I'm not going to read this, but just kind of paraphrase it. But bottom line, Jesus saw a woman from Samaria, and he had compassion on her. She came to the well at a time where she was hoping no one would be there, Tanya. She was like, I'm going to go right in the middle of the day. No one will be there. Because she was ashamed, had a lot of guilt for some things in her life, for whatever reason, didn't think she was worthy. And here Jesus was, and he asks her for a drink of water. And so she's like, how is it that you, a Jew, would ask me, a woman of Samaria, for a drink? You see, back then... The Jews did not have anything to do with the Samaritans. So she was a little taken back by that. But Jesus saw her, and he could see in her eyes that there was something that wasn't quite right with her, that she was suffering. And, of course, Jesus knew. He knew right where she would be. Have you ever run into someone like that, that you just knew by looking at their eyes they needed something Yes, and I
1: think a lot of people are good at putting on a front, but when you're sensitive to those around you, you can see something different when you look at them. Even if they've got up the
0: good blinders, then they're trying to hide behind And I like that you said sensitive. Being sensitive to others' needs. That's compassion. Instead of always looking at, well, what I need for the day, looking out and seeing people with God's eyes. Well, then the woman comes to him and says, well, you've asked me for this water, you know, but you have nothing to draw the water from, and the well is deep. And he said, I have living water for you. You know, we talked about living water a minute ago. So she's questioning it. Living water? How can this be? And he explains to her, everyone who drinks of this water that I will give will never be thirsty again. But if you drink regular water, you know, that we all drink, you will be thirsty again. And then he says, the water that I will give you will become in you a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Tanya, that water is what Jesus wants to give us. That eternal life, the salvation that is available for those who believe. The spirit that he gives. And so he asks her to believe him. And then he tells her some things about herself that nobody knows, she thinks. But Jesus knows about her past. But he doesn't judge her. He has compassion on her. And basically is letting her know it's okay you're forgiven you know go and tell people that there's this living water that I am the Messiah that I am the Christ and I bring you living water
1: you know you bring out something very important about compassion and his example it is important for us to put our love into action and that's really what compassion is I read something the other day that said that typically compassion is comprised of three components. And Jesus just gave us a perfect example of that. I see the need, I'm moved by the need, and I move to the need. Which means I am taking action, just like Jesus did, to forgive the woman at the well, regardless of the circumstances. Gave her eternal life because of that conversation. And I think we all need to show a little more compassion these days. It's very easy to stand back and have a view or an opinion. It takes courage, it takes character for you to go forth and help someone. Maybe that you're not comfortable helping, but you know they need the help and you have a solution that would at least begin that process. It's very important to take action on that.
0: It is, and I like how you said love and action, and that's exactly what compassion is. And just like Jesus saw her heart, and he felt for her, and he wanted to do something to help her. He didn't see her sins. He wasn't there to judge her. But he reached out to her with empathy, with kindness. And that is the way that we need to act today as well. And some just practical examples, how to show compassion... What about opening the door for someone? I mean, you know, that that has their hands full. That's like struggling. Maybe they've had a back injury or they're 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 not feeling good. Opening that door and how about motivating others to do good works or just to get not give up to keep going? Correct.
1: And you know, I think it's pretty easy for us here in the South, especially here in East Texas. Um, we typically are hospitable persons you know we are kind to most people around we say hello because we just we're wanting to be kind carry that to another state identify someone who could really benefit from your help. i think about i know bullying is a big issue right now especially in the schools but it happens elsewhere it can happen in the line at the grocery store just be kind you would be amazed at how much better you're going to feel because you gave something of yourself to help somebody else. Sharing that compassion can help you in a way you never even realized. There's going to be peace that you didn't realize was available to you and it all stems back from Scripture. The greatest commandments to love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. When you truly love your neighbor even the one that gets on your last nerve as you love Christ in
0: yourself, you're going to get gifts back from just being compassionate. Exactly. And, you know, I think we all are so quick to point out what's wrong or how that person irritated me or what they did that wasn't right. What about looking at the positive and encouraging others, lifting them up? That's what Jesus did. I mean, the woman at the well, she was defeated. She was ashamed. She didn't have any friends. You know, the, the other women congregated together at a certain time. Well, she didn't want to go during that time. She was isolating herself intentionally. And I think right now with COVID and just a lot of people, you know, having to quarantine or choosing to and different things, we're kind of getting back to that where we just want to be left alone. We can't be encouraged when we're doing that, and, and I truly believe it's time to get back out and, and encourage other people and get back engaged in your community when it's time, when you can, and spending time with people. And, Tanya, I was thinking the other day, how about just listening to people? God gave us two ears and one mouth. Indeed he did. <laughs> and I think there's a reason to listen. We all need someone that will listen, and Jesus listened to he her. did always.
1: He did. He was very good at that. He was, you know, we've, we have mentioned it already, but I, I can't stress it enough. If you will read the stories of Jesus and try and imitate how he acted, how he responded, it is going to be amazing the
0: compassion you're going to feel for people that you didn't before. Exactly. You really will. And there's some really good stories all throughout the, the Bible, and one of them that I wanted to point out was when Jesus met 10 lepers. You know, leprosy was a disease back then that people had these sores all over them. It was very contagious, and they had to stand at a distance so people wouldn't get this disease, but one day Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, and he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And he entered a village and he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priests so that they could be cleansed. And they went and they were cleansed by the priest. And then only one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks. Now he was the Samaritan who did this, only one, Tanya, out of the ten. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten of you cleansed? Where are the rest of the nine? No one else was found to return and give praise to God except this one foreigner. And Jesus said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. So I think we can learn a lot of things from this. First of all, Jesus showed compassion upon these lepers. He wasn't afraid to go near them. And then the other thing is, of course, they were cleansed. The ten were cleansed, but only one was actually healed. The one that gave thanks. The one that showed that compassion and realized, you know, Jesus has compassion on me but I need to show him my gratitude, my thanks and and love in action. Yes. Because when you say thanks to someone that's another way you can express gratitude and and thankfulness and and love in action. He was one that was healed. I love that. It makes me think
1: of one of my favorite psalms and it's 103 verse 13. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So when we have that reverence to him, he's going to be able to give compassion back to us. And because we are loved by God, we can't withhold our love to others. We've got to show that we are inclined to move towards those in need and the way we can best demonstrate that is by loving them through our actions and that actually comes from first john mm-hmm. chapter 3 verse 18 we're given explicit directions from the bible of how to manage this and it is important for us to be imitators of Christ
0: be compassionate in return it really is important and and I think if we put others' needs before ours, like, again, the Bible encourages us to do in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Let each of you not only look to his own interests, but to the interests of others. That's a way Jesus taught us to have compassion on other people, to see them through his eyes. So when you're out there running errands and just living your ordinary life, Know that God is going to put someone in your path that needs your compassion, that needs your kindness, maybe that needs a prayer, maybe needs your help, your smile. So there's going to be opportunities to show compassion. Don't think, well, I I never have opportunities to do that. You will if you open your eyes and see.
1: Exactly. And it really is... You move from that simple state of just wanting to help someone not suffer. Maybe you can take a meal or lend some clothes or donate money or just give your time. You mentioned it earlier, just about listening to people. Sometimes people just need, they don't need you to fix it, they just need you to hear them. Mm -hmm. And that is a way that you can show compassion and you're going to be surprised. Someone is going to cross your path in some bizarre place that you wouldn't anticipate that is going to initiate a conversation, and you're going to know when you have in the midst of it or after you've walked away from it that that was God giving me the opportunity to be compassionate.
0: Right, that's a divine appointment orchestrated by God to give you that opportunity to show compassion because He is so compassionate towards us slow to anger abounding in steadfast love giving us that grace and he wants us to to practice compassion and you have to allocate time for people in order to be compassionate if you're too busy running around doing your own thing and doing your own to-do lists and and just not looking around you you're going to miss those opportunities and believe me i've lived my life that way as well and sometimes i find myself so busy in my own thoughts, that I don't see people. and You know, I want to get better about that. When I'm out and there's people around me, just to notice some things and to smile. The other day I was at a restaurant and the man across the way was eating and he looked at me and just kind of smiled and I smiled back. That's, That's an opportunity. You know, instead of looking down at our food and just who we're with, you know, really having Kind of our eyes looking and seeing because you never know who might need you. Or what opportunity God will put in your
1: path. But you have to pay attention to know that,
0: it, that <laughs> it's in their path. Right, yes. It's so important to pay attention. And, and I know there's a lot that we're doing, and, and that's great. You know, we all are working, we're doing things that we need to be doing. But I guess what we're saying today is there's a way to see God with His eyes, the compassionate, eyes that he has. And when you do that, your eyes will be enlightened. In fact, you can open the eyes of your heart to be enlightened so that you can know the hope to which he's called you. And there's a scripture in Ephesians that says this. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Opening the eyes of our heart. I love that. And you know, compassion is truly
1: a state. Stating what is mine is yours, I'm going to share it. All of that comes from your heart. Mm-hmm. So when you take the scripture you just shared, read that again. That's
0: really good. And it's in Ephesians 1, 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. That is so rich and
1: helps us to put in perspective how we can be more compassionate. He's going to put more hope in us. We're going to want to give that back. It's all about loving one another.
0: And you can be enlightened by God's truth and God's spirit. God's truth is found in the Word. We've brought out a lot of scriptures and we can know this Word if we spend time reading it. And reading these stories that we've mentioned today and reading scriptures that encourage us. And then by knowing God's Spirit, being engaged with the power of the Holy Spirit as a believer. You are in Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit lives in you when you believe. And so that's a way we can be enlightened by His Word and by the Spirit. And then we can know God better. We can see Him as we read, as we meditate, as we pray, as we live loving in action like you pointed out that's compassion living it out living out your faith and god really wants to
1: see that side of us because that's how we get to expand god's kingdom this is how we get to be richer in our faith it's great to go to church and get that corporate worship environment but it is important for us to go out and be amongst the people that aren't coming to church and spread God's love, God's compassion, and they see that in the examples that, that we are. Are we kind to others?
0: Do we demonstrate that when we're not in a church setting? Exactly, and so we have opportunities to reach out. There's a lot of outreach ministries and, and availabilities for everyone just to get involved if you don't really know where you should be involved, ask God. Pray about it. Pray to Him. Ask Him, Lord, where do you need me? I want to help people. I have this compassion that's in me, and I haven't been able to reach out. And, and He will stir your heart and show you those areas and those people that need your help, that need that touch. That physical touch is important. That's a way you can love people by giving them a hug or holding their hand or just being there physically to say, how can I help you? And it could be your neighbor,
1: a friend maybe you've not connected with in a while. Maybe they just need a listening ear.
0: We all do. I mean, I know I do. I love when someone says, how can I pray for you or or what's going on? You know, and taking time to listen. I also like listening to other people. I just think it's important. Um, of course, we all like to talk and be heard, but take time and listen. And I guarantee you that compassion will flow out. You know, Jesus was so good at listening, and and just being there. And, you know, you just hear stories again and again where he's just listening to to the people. But he always says, "What do you need? Do you want healing? How can I help you?" In fact. Another story I'd like to talk about is from Luke chapter 8. And it's the story of the woman who is hemorrhaging. She has been bleeding for, Tanya, imagine this, 12 years. And she had spent all of her living on physicians and could not be healed by anyone. But she knew Jesus was coming into her village. So she took a risk, took away fear. She decided, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to go and touch the very fringe of the garment of Jesus. And when she did that, she knew that she would be healed. She knew that only Jesus could heal her. And immediately the discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? And Peter, who was with him, said, Master, the crowd surrounds you, and they're pressing in on you. We don't know who touched you. But Jesus knew, Someone touched me, for I perceive that the power has gone out from me. That healing power that healed her. And when the woman saw that he recognized her she fell down before him in his presence and was immediately healed and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace now if that's not compassion I don't know what is truly and imagine her faith her
1: faith is what got her to that point and she knew if she could just touch the hem of his garment she didn't have to talk to him he didn't have to lay hands on her he didn't have to pray over her, just the touch of his garment was going to heal her. That is amazing faith.
0: She had that amazing faith, that great faith, and her faith was bigger than her fear. What about you?
1: Ooh, Jill, you hit a, a sweet spot there. Um, that is an area where I have to work on it. I pray about it almost every day, because I have faith, but I need more faith for where I'm going. I pray to have more faith. So I encourage our listeners to pray for more faith. A lot of times you pray for patience and other things. Pray for compassion. Pray to have more faith. And see where your life goes from that point.
0: Yes, same. We pray to see through God's eyes, to have that faith, that great faith, to know that everything's going to be okay when we press in and touch Jesus Christ, with our prayers, with our heart, with our eyes, with our ears, with our mouth, with our um, touch, Lord, we just know that you're going to be there for us. And, And He will. He will. When we lead from the heart, it changes
1: our perspective. It changes how we go through some of these things. Maybe we are more kind or more compassionate
0: and our faith will grow and carry us deeper than our fears. So lead with your heart. Open your heart to the faith, to the compassion, to the grace, to the loving kindness that is yours in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a compassionate God, slow to anger, bounding in steadfast love, Lord, may we see with your eyes, enlighten the eyes of our hearts so that we may be able to live out our faith and be compassionate towards others in need. And Lord, thank you for the compassion that you show to us. For when we were sinners, you gave us Jesus Christ, who died for us, who gives us grace upon grace. We are lavished by grace, for with grace we have been saved. Through grace, we have been saved. And this is a gift for each of us who believe. Help us to see with your eyes and believe even more. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so
1: glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, and find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and coming soon to Pandora. You can also reach out to us in email. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a special prayer request at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.